0: Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith. It is so wonderful to be with you all this morning. So wonderful to be with you all this morning. I want to just start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we honor you, we bless you, we magnify you. For this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son. Father, the scripture, when spoken, seems like a small thing, but it is an elephant of a thing that you have delivered us out of darkness and you translated us into light. Translated us into light. And so, Father, we bless you for it this morning. We say good morning to you, Father God, good morning, Lord Jesus, our Lord and Savior, good morning, Holy Spirit, our safe guide, our safe guide, the one that leads us and guides us into all truth, and Father, we thank you and bless you that we are sealed, Lord God, we are redeemed, we are sanctified, we are justified this morning that means lord god we are winners regardless of the situation of the circumstances that you are facing it those things have not determined your win you determine your win with your attitude your steadfastness and your persistence and i declare today that you will have the right attitude you will be persistent in all Things and you will be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the strength of the Lord. For the word of the Lord says, When I'm weak, yet I am strong through Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Listen, this morning, good morning to our New Destiny Church family. Good morning to the universal body that is calling in from around the nation, maybe you're calling in for out from out of the country. Um, good morning to you all this morning. Good morning to our intercessors. Good morning to um, everyone that is on the line, every pastor that's on the line. Good morning also to you all. Pastor Adrian and I we love you so much. Before I introduce the team and then when I introduce them I'm just gonna just pass the baton to our person who's going to be doing the devotion this morning, the pastor that will be doing the devotion this morning, but I want to say something about what I what I said about darkness and light. When you start googling the word uh, darkness, darkness, darkness means um, ignorance. When you Google it and understand what it means in the Greek. It means ignorance, ignorance. I pray you're writing this down already because this is already a teaching moment. Darkness means ignorant, ignorance, or to be ignorant. Uh, Light, when you Google it in the Hebrew, and when you Google it in the Greek, when you look it up in the Hebrew, in the Greek, light means knowledge. So when we see these words in the Bible, we now I'm on. I'm going to quote the scripture again. You, you're going to have a greater understanding. The scripture says, "God has delivered us from the kingdom or the power of ignorance, and translated us into the kingdom or the power of knowledge." Hmm. Isn't that something? My people are destroyed for a lack of light. Light brings forth illumination through revelation or knowledge. Woo, my God. You said, What was that? I gave myself a high five this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, let me go ahead and introduce the team because I'm fired up already, and it's early in the morning. Uh, We have with us Sister Janice Allen. She will be doing our prayer requests and any praise reports. Good morning to you, um, Allen team. I want to say good morning to Elder Allen, Thomas Allen, and also good morning to Sister Janice. How are you all this morning?
1: Well, oh, uh, we thank the Lord. Bishop, we're doing good. We're doing real good. Thank you. It's good to hear you this morning.
0: Thank you. It's good to hear you this morning, too, and I'm glad you all are doing good. We we have with us all the way down from the peninsula on the east-south side of the nation, Apostle Amos Benefield. Benefield, how are you doing this morning, sir?
2: I tell you, just absolutely super fantastic this morning. I tell you, we're fully good. We're excited, and I'm telling you, we are just. I'm telling you, I'm in a place where I'm. Yeah, I just want to see what God is going to do next. I'm telling you.
0: All right, all right, that's good, that's good. Let's do what God's going to do next, and I'm excited about it. Well, hey, since your hand is out, I'm passing the baton to you. It is on you, Apostle Benefield.
2: Okay thank you so very much uh bishop and I just want to say good morning to you all new new this is such a privilege to be on the line this morning and our devotion this morning is uh being taken from job chapter one verses six and seven that says these words out of the out of in out of the n l t bible it says this one day the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the lord and the accuser Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered, the Lord, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. The topic of our devotion this morning is what's occupying space in your mind. Satan is scoping out weaknesses, but God wants to transform us. This is a very uh, well-known story. Uh, in the Bible of when the sons of God were summoned by God, Elohim, to gather together, and there stood Satan camouflaging himself in the midst of them. And God recognized him being there, although he was not invited, because this was not a meeting for fallen angels. This was a meeting for the sons of God. And the term sons of God in Hebrew, Is Ben Elohim. It is used only two places in the Bible, once in Genesis chapter 6 and in Job. Now, um, in three instances in Job, the context leaves no doubt the term is a reference to the angelic realm. The sons of God are the angels of God created. And Satan was the highest angel created. Who unfortunately fell from grace, and we can read about Satan's origin in Ezekiel 28. Well, in Ezekiel 28:12, it is recorded about him. It says this: You had the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Ezekiel 28:13 through uh, 16 goes on to says, "You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the ruby." The topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper. Wow, look at this guy. The lapis, the lazul, the turquoise, the emerald, the gold, the workmanship of your setting and sockets was in you. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. You were the anointed cherub who covers. Wow. And I placed you there. Wow. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked in the midst of the stones of fire. You were blameless in all your ways from the day you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. By the abundance of your trade, you were eternally filled with violence, and you sinned. Therefore, I have cast you as profane from the mountain of God. And I have destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Wow, this is really something else. I mean, Satan was created to be the covering cherub, guarding the mercy seat of the heavenly tabernacle until he fell in sin and was cast out. Now, from this, we plainly discovered that Satan fell from his lofty position in heaven, and he, uh, he wants access again. Let me say that. He wants access again. His objection now is to reign or regain, if you will, a position of authority through reigning in the souls of men in the earth. And he does this through scoping out the weaknesses of human beings and using them to do his dirty work. Get this. Satan really has no power unless we give him our power because he was literally stripped of his power. Let me say that again. Satan has no power unless we give him our power because he was literally stripped of his power. And scripture says that right now he's patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on, which basically means, He's up to no good. <laughs> First Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Let me tell you something. Satan seeketh an entrance. I like to see, simply say it like this. Satan wants to get ahead in life, and it behooves us not to allow him to get ours. Because if he can get ahead, or for better words, if he can get in our head, okay, he will dominate our lives completely. So the question is, what's occupying space in your mind? Because that's the only thing that he can use that does not glorify God. And you listen to what I'm saying. Okay, let me say it another way. Whatever, Whatever's in your mind that does not glorify God, that is the thing that Satan can use. Did you know that Satan is an opportunist when it comes to oppressing people? I mean, he really has no rights in his rebellion against God, but he looks for vulnerabilities in people. And he would love to convince us that he has a legal right to wreak havoc And it's unlawful for us to expel him. But he's a liar. He's the father of all lies. And he's our nemesis, which is an uh, inescapable agent of someone or something's downfall. He's an adversary, which means he is the enemy of God and the enemy of man. Scripture calls him the accuser of the brethren and beloved. We must not allow him to have space in our lives by giving him space in our minds. But we must keep him behind us and under our feet where he belongs. Lastly, and here's the good part, enough, it's enough talk about him. Let's talk about God. God wants to transform us. Amazingly, the same thing that enemy uses to destroy people's lives God uses to transform them. Please understand that the battle of becoming victorious or being victimized starts in the mind. I know this is good this morning. I'm telling you. It starts in the mind. However, Satan cannot control a soul that has been transformed and a mind that has been renewed in Christ Jesus. In the Bible, transformation means Change or renewal from a life that no longer conforms to the ways of the world, to one that pleases God. Romans 12, and 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, by testing, you may discern, that's a good word, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and Perfect. Listen, when we renew our minds, we can discern what is good and what is evil. Beloved, when we allow God to transform our lives and walk in that transformation of soul and spirit, we will do as Ephesians 4.27 says, uh, and it says it like this in the AMPC Bible, leave no such room or foothold for the devil given no, give no opportunity to him. You know, as we you understand this, we must consider uh, the example of Jesus, the anointed one, what he has set before us, and we must let this mindset become our motivation. In conclusion, the enemy cannot use what we do not give him, and God promised to revive and transform us, and supply our every need. Listen, make room for God, and there will be no room left for the enemy. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, we ask that you would fall fresh on us today. Right now, every listener, I pray, oh, there's the power of God. Cause your spirit, I feel a connection there, Woo, fall fresh on them now i make a connection (laughs) so fresh on them. Now, transform us by the renewing of our mind. As we walk before you today, make us vigilant of who the enemy is. Lord God, make us vigilant of the enemy who is up to no good patrolling the earth. Let us not be deceived by his antics and vices, but make us aware of them as we walk in spirit and truth. Hallelujah, and make ourselves available to you. Lord God, let your light shine brightly and be manifested in our lives. Lord God, make us more aware of your presence, and let us experience the beauty of your goodness and use us today mightily for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, and back to you, Bishop.
0: Wow. What is occupying space in your mind? Satan is scoping you out to discover your weaknesses. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Wow. You're under surveillance. I want you to hear that. You're under surveillance. And that's nothing to be afraid of. Because if the enemy is watching you, patrolling you, so is heaven watching you. You're under heavenly surveillance. Why? Why is that important? Because the king is protecting his property. And Whenever you want to protect property, what do you do? You put a burglar alarm on that property. Nowadays, people put cameras around the property so that you can put surveillance on the property or, if you will, we can keep a watch on what's going on. We can keep our eye on our possessions. Well, you're the possession of the kingdom of God, know that. And so God has you. I can take you through Scripture and prove it to you. You are under surveillance. So if the enemy is watching you, checking you out, know that God also has heaven watching and heaven is protecting. In Jesus' name. Praise God. That's good this morning. Mm. So we're going to turn it over to Sister Janice. She's going to come with our prayer requests, and pray over those prayer requests, Or and if she has any praise reports. Sister Janice.
1: Thank you, Bishop, and thank you, Pastor Benefield, for that awesome word. We thank God, and we're going to go before his throne right now. Father, we give you glory and honor. You are worthy. You are worthy to receive glory and honor. Dominion and power belongs to you. Father, we are in awe of you. We love you. We adore you. We worship you as the only true and living God. We thank you for being God upon the throne of our hearts. We bless you that you are the only true and living God who can be petitioned and who can do what you do. And we bless you that we have the uh, awesome privilege of coming before you and having an audience before you, Father. And so we pray now and we lift up your people everywhere. We're asking you, Lord God, as Jesus prayed for Peter, that their faith will not fail we pray in the name of jesus that you would strengthen them cause them lord god to be victorious in everything that you've given them to do in the name of jesus father where they are weak build them up father where they're torn down and worn out father restore revive renew replenish in the name of jesus father we pray for the fresh wind of god to breathe upon your people cause the dryness to live cause the dry bones to live father god and be an exceedingly great army for your glory in the earth to you be all the glory for it father god we thank you almighty god that you would restore the joy of our salvation restore the joy lord god because the joy of the lord is our strength, and as it was with Jesus who saw the cross, but he was filled with joy knowing that we would be his. And we thank you, Lord God, that you have given us this sweet privilege of living for you. That we thank you, Lord God, that your blood covers us, that your mercies are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. Father, we pray that you will cause us to be faithful and true to you. And we thank you for the light of God. We thank you for the righteousness of God to illuminate our hearts, to cause us to be stirred in our spirit and our minds in the name of Jesus, stirred in our most holy faith, Father, to continue to fight the good fight of faith. Father God, we thank you now that we are strengthened, that we are fortified, that you have made us to endure the journey that is set before us, that we will take up the cross, Lord God, as Jesus did. And Lord, we thank you that we have victory. We thank you that you have caused us, Father God, to take it and to move in you and to love you and to be restored and to cause others, Father, to be strengthened in the faith in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus we pray and we give you thanks in Jesus name amen amen
2: amen
0: amen we thank thank God for you uh, sister Janice and thank the Lord for that wonderful prayer now as we um get ready to wrap this up in a moment i just want to look at something that Apostle Benefiel said, and I don't know if it got by you all, but he took us to Ezekiel, and he showed us over in Ezekiel, uh, Satan, and the scripture said, specifically in Ezekiel, giving description to Satan, it says that he was clothed um, with all of these beautiful stones. And that um, he was clothed. He was adorned. He was the anointed, angelic guardian. That's what the scripture said in the New Living Translation. He was the angel that covered and he was clothed watch this in sapphire, rubies, carbuncles, diamonds, all these things, which when you hit it up against light or you it were when light hit it, it just cast reflections. So I'm trying to paint you this picture of Ezekiel as Apostle Benefield uh showed us that This guy presented himself in the courts of heaven amongst the sons of God when God created Satan which his name then was Lucifer. Google it. Lucifer. He he was clothed with all of these precious stones. Gems. Now, I just want you to for a moment listen to the way my mind thinks the way my mind thinks we know according to scripture Satan or Lucifer was cast down because Isaiah tells us he said I will exalt myself up above the north in other words above God and he said I will be like the most high I will be like so now we see that jealousy envy all this stuff arrogance pride um is 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 in his heart and he wants to exalt himself above the throne of God because God sits in the north he wants to exalt himself above the throne, and he want to be like the Most High. But the Scripture says, "But instead, he was cast down." Now, in the process of being cast down, let's not forget his adorning. He was clothed in. Gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, diamonds. Watch my question. Where do you find those things? Where do you find those precious minerals, those precious stones? Where are those things found? Well, they're certainly not found in the jewelry store, (laughs) They, they, they don't start there. They only get to the jewelry store after they've been processed and and defined and all that. They've gone through the process so that they can now go to market and be sold. They're found in the earth. Now, could it be? This is my mind. I'm not saying it happened like that. This is me. But could it be? Could it just be? When Satan was cast down and that joker hit the earth, what he was adorned with shattered. And now you find diamonds, rubies, and onyx stones just laying in the ground. Because he was bald low. He's a thief and that's what John says in John 10 and 10. Remember that. He is a thief. The scripture says the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Is your life being enriched because of the gospel? Are you living in the state of satisfaction from day to day because of the gospel? Because if you're not, it is the key to living a rich and satisfying life. There has to be a separation before transformation, and I will talk about that a little bit more tonight. There has to be a separation before transformation. And you have to discover what you need to separate yourself from so that you can be transformed into the very image of our God. Before we close this morning, we want to go back to Apostle Benefield see if he has any closing remarks. I know, y'all, he's going to come back about this Lucifer thing and them diamonds being on the earth. So, Apostle Benefit. Are you with us, sir? I'm not sure. You all, maybe he fell off. So, well, if he fell off, I will close us out this morning I pray this morning was uh, rich to you all
2: there oh, I go there I go I, was you, I fell off the line I was talking but i was i fell off i'm so sorry bishop well uh you know in conclusion finally uh brothers and sisters whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's any any worthy of anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What are we saying? What what what, what are we saying? What 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 is it that 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 uh, myself and Bishop is relating to you? Well, sin, evil, vexation of spirit, or. Um, The unproductability of of the mind begins within, and you don't even have to do anything or act out in any way because it accesses itself within uh, mindsets, thought processes, imagery, and ideal premeditation. Beloved, it comes so easily and naturally to us that we don't even recognize or realize that it is happening most of the time, what happens is we tend to let our minds wander about thinking about whatever it wishes,
1: reliving
2: and re-experiencing past images and memories, pondering and meditating till the heart is content. All the while, to everyone else, it becomes apparent and obvious that we have a problem because the next thing is, the next thing that happens is we start acting out. And that's why it's so important to have a paradigm shift and we need renew the mind. We need a shifting in our medulla of like God. Hear me, Psalm 1 and 2 says, the man who meditates on the law of the Lord is like a tree planted by rivers of water, alive, thriving, strong, and mighty. Beloved, we need to take our thoughts that, that have been captive by Lucifer, the light bearer, back again and replace them with the word of God. We need to focus on God and not the accuser of the brethren. Listen, we need to condition our minds to respond godly in adversity rather than dive into self pity, rage, impatience, and, and purity. You know, and all those things. Listen, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may deserve what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And we do this by what Philippians 4 and 8 says, meditate on those things that are good. Meditate on God and his word, his handiwork and his majesty. Hear me, renewing your mind is a game changer. Thank you, Bishop. Hey,
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Well, that's what I mean. There has to be separation before transformation. You you got to separate the old man from the new man and be constantly being renewed in the spirit of your mind. This morning has been rich. And I declare over you today that today is a great day. It is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. Remember, God has already delivered us from the kingdom of ignorance and translated us into the kingdom of knowledge. Into the kingdom of knowledge. And so let us move forward in the true knowledge that we are sons of God. We're under kingdom surveillance. No weapon formed against us will prosper in Jesus' name. We're going to have a blessed day because we have already decreed it. It has already been fashioned. It has already been worked out on our behalf. And so nothing can stop it. It has already been set into motion. And I declare, man of God, woman of God, you are not the victim, but you are the victor in Jesus' name. As you travel today, may God give us traveling grace and mercy that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near us or the vehicle's that we are traveling in. They'll get us to our destination, back home safely, in Jesus' name. And so, if you have any prayer requests, please let us not forget, you can go on to our website, newdestiny.online, look for the prayer page, all you have to do is click on to there, they have an area there in which you can put your prayer requests Um, in for the next day so that your prayer requests can be prayed over. We want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. We want to come in agreement with you so that you can see our wonder-working God work wonders and miracles in your life. Can you please do us a favor tonight? Please do us a favor tonight. As you come on service tonight, Please don't come by yourself. Invite someone to Bible study tonight. I know it's live stream right now, but I want to prepare your hearts. We're getting ready to go back to our in person gathering on our midweek service. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to you all coming in the sanctuary and having just the encounter with God and coming together in fellowship as we just begin to continue to move forward in what God has ordained for our life. Hey, I thank God that today your day will be great because you've already started the best way any person could start. You've started with the breakfast of champions. And so until we come back next time, which will be on tomorrow, you all be blessed and we walk by faith and not by This is Sister Janice, Apostle Benefield, and Bishop. We're signing off today. Let us open the line. God bless you.